Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high rise in beautiful Beverly Hills adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world-famous Hollywood sign, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, the people have spoken and their message is clear. We want more Will Pendarvis. So hello and welcome back. The creator of the brand new news aggregator everybody is talking about, willsnews.com. Calm? Yeah, everybody's talking about it. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> it is actually well. Well, that's that's ridiculous. It's hot's, like hot's relative. It's like making an album yeah. and then saying I really like this song. You know what I'm saying? But no, I, uh, of course you'd like it. You made it. Oh, that's not true. See, uh, I feel like um my uh my wife and now my mother in law who is uh with us for an extended period of time both think that I'm like um. A humble bragger, and maybe they just know me better than I know myself. But when I cook, it's a total crapshoot. Like honestly, I'm a pretty good cook. If I were a professional cook, I think my food would be pretty good consistently. But when I just go through my day and then fire up the stove once every two or three days, I could burn shit. I could undercook stuff. Stuff could happen. I don't have a flow. So I will eat dinner sometimes that I have made and go, "Oh, this came out really good." <laughs> And I think they think that I'm doing it like I'm fishing for affirmations or that conversely, I might go, ah, that's kind of burned or that's a little under whatever. And then you're also fishing for. Which, And I swear to God, I'm not. I'm just commenting on I took a crack at it. I gave it my best shot. Sometimes it turns out better than others. So, no, I don't think my own music. I think it's only in the last few years that I've really like listened to and been like, huh, I really do enjoy this. And why would I not? It's only yeah. made of things that I enjoy. But I used to have a very um, I don't know what ambivalent means, but I'm going to say that my relationship with my own music was ambivalent. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That means something. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a little bit different because, you know, I told this machine that I want you to go to these websites and these news sources, and I want you to look for this kind of news story, and it's doing it to my specifications. Of course, I think stuff on there is interesting. Well, it, that, that I guess that means that you set up the aggregation formulae well. Yeah, I still have a hang of it, though. I, I, you know, I still. So I'm, it is good because I could easily imagine a scenario where you set that all up and you're like, "Oh, I see how we did this," but no, that's not what I want at all. Oh well, yeah, no, because I was looking on there today. In fact, I printed it out. Because... Just happen to have some stuff from WillsNews.com. <laughs> no, just this thing. So wait, can we explain to people this is this isn't a joke? This is a real website people yeah. can go to, and you do news on the Jason Ellis show, and you have an interest in news, and you and I have had private conversations many times about how aggravating some of the leading aggregators are and there really isn't a way i when i'm like just fiddling around on my phone i like to just go and get new pieces of news and information and stuff like that and there really isn't a place that i like going to that scratches that itch perfectly for what i'm looking for so i'm really excited about what you're doing and i'm i want to be in on the ground floor yeah because to me you know there obviously are a lot of news sources out there that are slanted in one way or another there's a whole bunch of news about 
politics and stuff that you just get overloaded with every single day from every source. So to, I just wanted to create something that would just be interesting. You know, uh, hey, watch this video. A guy's going to get kicked in the balls to physics. You know, physics is interesting to me. You're However, a real renaissance man, Will. But how, <laughs> from balls to physics. <laughs> so uh, what did you tell it to look for? What is it supposed to be doing? Uh, I mean, well, balls to physics, I yeah. would say, is the right. way to wrap. But, you know, just interesting things, you know? And there is a, there's a little bit more, there's a few celebrity type stories on there, which I don't like it when I see it. I'm not interested. There are some interesting stories out there, and most of them have to do with, like, sports figures and stuff, just interesting things happening. But, like, celebrity news is not interesting, I think, like it used to be. You think celebrity news used to be more interesting? Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm elderly and I don't care what, you know, Lil right. Pap Smear is doing with... <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Kardashian or, you know. I, yeah, stars don't have the same mystique that they used to. Yeah. And they used to control the flow of information a little bit more, so probably with less supply, you had more demand. Yeah, and when, when people are controlling the information, when you get that little piece of uncontrolled information, that's fascinating. It's a spicy meatball. You know? But, uh, yeah, I'm just not interested in it, so I might try to do away with some of that stuff. And then physics, I, I love. I love science stuff, physics. I, I was never... <laughs> didn't score well in, in chemistry or anything. But I love the the whole idea of physics. And then I was looking on there today, and I have to read you the first sentence of this one story. Uh, physics have employed a version of Maxwell's demon to reduce entropy in a three-dimensional lattice of supercooled laser-trapped atoms, a process that could help speed progress toward creating... Quantum computers. Can you believe TMZ is not talking about this? <laughs> I know. I think it's lattice. I, I don't see. I can't even pronounce the words. I have no I, idea I, what this is about. I have no idea what that sentence means, though. Yeah, I, I mean, it's all... frustrating to me that I think I, I think I'm at an age where I can appreciate science, but I still can't understand it. Yeah, I mean, if people could give me science in like a little child kind of way, that's that's the way I take it but it's still mind-blowing i might i might go back to school someday i really might really yeah i I would go back to school now because i have a thirst for knowledge exactly that's all i'm I'm not not talking about going to trade school (laughs) that 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 is the way though that we need to figure out how to educate kids how do you make them really thirsty for knowledge how do you make that happen because I think it does naturally happen when you get older, but you're so resistant to it. I know I was. I didn't yeah. want to go to school. Right. I didn't want to do homework. Mm-hmm. I was not interested in anything they could have possibly told me. Well, to be honest with you, I've learned quite a bit more at, since I finished school than I ever did in school. And it, it, yeah. I did. I was very resistant to the shit that they were trying to get me to do in, in school. I just think we've got the whole idea of school wrong this is kind of a long-winded answer, but so the school system that we have nowadays is founded on the cathedral schools of the late 11th century going into the early universities like the Oxfords and Cambridges and stuff. And they were only intended to educate like princes and dukes and shit like that and uh, priests. So it was basically you're going to be a powerful man of the world. You need to know worldly things. And now we have all these kids that are liberal arts majors without any – there's there's n- n- no – um. 
there's nowhere near the demand in the workforce for the things that they know than there than there is for the supply of kids who are educated in those things. So I think what we should do is kind of chuck the whole idea of college altogether and. I don't want to say trade school, although trade school is a part of it. You should be going to school for a thing that you are probably going to do for a living. You should. I know it's like this outrageous idea that we have nowadays that an 18-year-old might actually take a guess at what they're going to do for their career, but they should. They ought to. So like law school is great because it teaches you to be a lawyer, at least theoretically. Med school is great. You need to figure out what you're going to planning on doing and then you just need to train for that in school and i think simultaneously we should try to figure out things that people have a genuine personal interest in and then feed that a little bit because if they get the taste for i can just read books on things that i find really really interesting then that will continue you will you will plant those seeds and they will grow in the person's free time after they're done with their professional training which is what the focus of school should be well that's i mean that kind of is an internship. Internships to me are absolutely the way to go with anything. I know. And it's crazy what's going on with them nowadays. With, with what? Well, how interns are demanding that they be paid and, you know, I'm not just here to run and get coffee. Right. And I, it's there have really, been lawsuits over that exactly, kind of thing. and it's real easy to be dismissive of young people and stuff like that. I'm sure there are plenty of cases where interns are abused are treated like full-time employees more than full-time employees and there's absolutely no prospect that they'll ever be hired by that place so i'm sure that there's there's some percentage of their gripe is justified but i know that when i was a young person i would have given anything to run around and get coffee for people at sirius xm because it would get my foot in the door no you're right and that's the crazy thing is that I go get coffee for people. You go get coffee for people now. Hey, anybody want any coffee? I'm going downstairs and that kind of thing. But it's and not all you do. No, no. But uh, you cannot, theoretically, ask an intern to do that same thing because that's demeaning to them. Yeah. But the thing is, is that on the other side of that is, you know, yeah, people are mistreating them, but also they were getting college credit for going and interning somewhere and they weren't learning anything. They were just being like, go get me a coffee guy. So I understand that, but still doing an internship makes you meet people that are, are uh, in that world. And it's a small world, whatever industry it is. And, um, and and actually learn how things operate instead of learning it from a textbook. Right, and I think it, it informs when you go back to school, if you've had a taste of, even if you were just getting coffee in an office, you've seen the real mundane nine-to-five inner workings of an office. So when you go back to your communications class or what have you, I think it gives you a much better context for this is how the theoretical things I'm learning from books in the classroom might actually come up in a real professional yeah. setting. Yeah, totally, because I was taking a communications class and... What a joke. I have a communications minor. What a freaking joke. I know. They, they were teaching me uh, the little slides on the board. What At are least those? it wasn't expensive. What are those things yeah. called? The little slides? Like a PowerPoint? No, these guys. These little button things that you slide up and down for volumes of the oh, microphone. faders? Yeah. Okay, so fader. You call it a fader because you're used to a musical background. Right. Radio, pot. It's a pot. You pot it up. Yeah. You pot it up, you pot it down. Mm-hmm. Um, in school, I was learning that's a potentiometer. And if, if, if you went into <laughs> a radio station, it was like, uh, can you slide down that potentiometer? 
nobody, they're not going to know what you're talking about. They're going to look at you weird. Yeah, like, you're telling Mr. Burns. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, Marconi invented the radio, whatever. You know, it's stuff that's just never going to be used in a no, real atmosphere. No, you should cover that in like a, a month. My <laughs> wife went to um, fashion school and they still had to take like a couple of classes and thing. Like, that's what people should get is, yeah, take a semester on science Great, yeah. whatever, but it's not what you're there for. You're there to learn how to be a functioning professional. Right. Look, look. be a well-rounded person. Know about a lot of things. That's great. Yeah. But you're right. It should be focused because I can learn anything I want to about any subject through the internet. And It's if never I'm, been easier to educate yourself. Yeah. And, and if I'm... Or the library and... and uh, or watch fucking college lectures on YouTube. Right. TED what's, Talks. Yeah, I mean, what's, whatever. The thing, what's the thing that you really would have in your heart of hearts, well, I really wanted to do literature. Well, do it. Just do it. You can absolutely, you can watch a, 10 different, a thousand different professors lecture on literature while you're reading the book yourself. Like, right. I mean, I don't know why I'm getting so worked up about this. <laughs> so all, what else is going on in Will's it's News? It's all there. Um, let me see. Um I don't know if there's always interesting things on there, I think. Well, I take that for granted. <laughs> Let's see. Robots herding birds. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, this is very much, uh, it's, it's on brand for you, huh? Ten terrifying lesser known cases of American cannibalism. Oh, the deep cuts, huh? I mean, indie cannibals. <laughs> terrifying. I don't think they need to put that word in there. <laughs> I think just the cannibals are ter- automatically terrifying. Ten ways Disney parks hide things right in front of you. Yeah, they're sneaky. I've heard that. I felt as a child I was going to a wonderland, and then as an adult I could see all the strings. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, of but course. I think you are particularly bitter about Disney. You have a, I don't a have deep any, hatred. I don't have any problem with Disneyland. I just... I'm sorry, I'm just not going to roll with the infantilization of the American adult and the normalization of people who identify as grown-up children. What you're saying is when you see a couple with uh, matching Mickey Mouse shirts or something. And, and like, I don't, I would never choose to do that with my wife one day a year, <laughs> but I don't have any, I don't judge people. All that harshly, people who do that one time a year, but there are definitely adults who live in Southern California strictly so that they can go to Disney together like four or five times a year. And it's harmless, but it's a mental disorder. <laughs> what what mental disorder is that? You're supposed to have... Peter you're never, Pan syndrome or yeah, whatever? Yeah, you're, you're, you're supposed to not let your inner child die, but you are supposed to acquire a hard adult shell <laughs> around that, in my opinion. What about the guy who's like... And it makes yeah. it very crowded for the children at Disneyland. Spoken like a true parent. But what's what's wrong with a guy who's like, you know, overseas like a bunch of employees and he's got paperwork and numbers to crunch and then he just wants to let loose on the weekend and wear a Mickey Mouse shirt and have fun? I mean, I think you answered your own question. <laughs> There's nothing... Like I said, it is, it is harmless, yeah. but... Um, a mental disorder. <laughs> it's a, a, a mild, You're a crazy person. A mild and mostly benign <laughs> mental disorder. I think Disney does a better job than most, though. Of I know what you're saying. You see all the strings when you get older, yeah. but it is like, 
really clean. Like there's no garbage on the ground at Disneyland almost ever. That's their new slogan. (laughs) (laughs) It's a small, mostly always clean world. (laughs) (laughs) Because I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to the Six Flags and I have this strong mental image of being in the Yum Yum Palace, which was the food place there, and of just like half-eaten chicken strips just laying on the floor and knowing they'd been there for hours and nobody was going to do anything about it. And it may not surprise you to learn that I was a somewhat prissy kid. And I found that gross. And it was a bit of a turnoff to me. And that would never happen at Disneyland. Right. So right. they definitely, they definitely made, it's pretty fucking magic. For a little kid, it is, it, it's so heartwarming to know that you can actually like pull off convincing magic for children. Yeah. And that's the great thing about being a parent is you do get to experience things again because you see it through their eyes. Yeah. You know, uh, that's one of the good things about being a parent. There's it's plenty of bad good, things. It's mostly good things. <laughs> all the, I mean, if you, if you are, have a little bit of luck, all the bad things, are, like my current sleeplessness are very temporary and all of the good things are forever. Yeah, true. So it's, so it's, uh, if you add it up, it's pretty easy. Uh, another story on wheelsnews.com. Could AI robots develop prejudice on their own? Well, are they going to keep learning from people, or at a certain point, are they going to rise above using humans as influences? Because well, they'd be very prejudiced if they if they just if they were just kind of like recycling what they saw from human interaction, particularly online interaction. Then, of course. Well, I think that's uh, m- one of the characteristics of um, artificial intelligence is that it learns on its own, right? You know, so. But what does on its own mean? Like, does it, it, it does on its own mean just like you learn on your own? I right, mean, but, but 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 okay, but that means you are not educating me. I am educating myself, but I am not. But I'm still educating myself based on the influences around me. Sure, of course. And I if mean, a robot, you, you only have a robot's. Uh, you know, it's gonna if it meets some bad apples, then it's gonna be a bad robot. <laughs> if it hangs out with the wrong the crowd. wrong robot crowd. There's this comedian. <laughs> his name's Willie Simon in L.A. who does a great bit about how he wants to be the first guy who's racist against robots. <laughs> I think uh, I think there's a bunch of old people that already have that. <laughs> I'm scared of robots. Uh, you know, like, I, I wanted to talk to you about yeah. old people and uh, technology. Okay, because before we did, we started started taping this. There's this whole rigmarole that I've got to do to get logged into all the things I got to get logged into here in studio. And part of it involves I can't log into a machine and I got to get a code with a text message, but my phone never works at our office. So then I got to run around and try to get reception to get the text message so I can log in, yada, yada, yada. My parents are, I think, a pretty classic uh, schism of of an old couple where my mom is like on Facebook and wants to FaceTime and stuff like that, but she's not very good at any of it. So I, she I'm right there with you. Has the snafus. And my dad is the guy who doesn't feel the need to participate in it at all. He's in the background with his head cut off. I know I've been there. I'm right. There. And so like every time, like 50% of the time that we FaceTime, my mom can't hear us or there's a this or that's that. And I can read my dad's mind, which is God, you guys act like all of this technology is the greatest shit that ever happened. Am I the only one that's noticed that none of this shit works? <laughs> my uh, very similar situation. <laughs> my mom's like, oh, now I can't see. Wait, now I'm looking at myself. That kind of thing. But 
my dad is sitting in the background and he's just thinking, God, just like, when will this be over? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> just, no, and it's can't you call them? Yeah. And, 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 and at the same time, he's seeing, in this case, a brand new grandchild that he has yet to meet in person. And I still think on balance, he's like, I would rather wait to just see this kid. Send me some pictures and I'd wait to see because the FaceTime thing is so frustrating. Um, yeah, I, by the way, I send my mom photos of my kids and she's always going to Walgreens to print them out. Oh, yeah. Why? I mean, you have them right there. No, I have to hold them in my hand. Well, aren't you holding them in your hand anyway when you're holding the phone? My mom's a big... Yeah, we have... There's an ongoing situation with Snapfish and Shutterfly, and I can't figure out how they're in my basket, but I can't figure out how to order I'm trying to order a pillow of your face. (laughs) It's in my basket. It's in my basket. Uh, also, willsnews.com, goats prefer happy people. Who, who does that study? <laughs> what is? Do we care what, if, what goats prefer? There's got to be... Now, this is funny because you don't, you don't have the links with you. This would, no. be, this would be the first one I would ask you to click on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't click on that because I'm like, that's all the information I need to know. I don't need to know why. <laughs> so I don't need I'm to know who found out. I'm because they don't like getting kicked. <laughs> <laughs> huh, that is goats don't like being kicked <laughs> the results <laughs> let's put out a press release that says that <laughs> dr will pendarvis did studies and um i don't know unstoppable monster okay well i wish i had the to click on that I don't know. that's the whole story yeah no that's the whole headline unstoppable monster <laughs> heading your way it's like on the news yeah know. but first yeah tonight at 10 you may be dying right now. <laughs> By the time you see this, unstoppable <laughs> monster may already be at your house. <laughs> uh, I printed up one of the links, which is like, I don't know what it was, 21 facts that'll blow your mind and make you feel like you're stoned. Yeah. Let's see if you feel like you're stoned. I probably do. Give you give someone a mask and they'll show you their true face. Oscar Wilde. Oh, I get it. Is your mind blown? <laughs> well, that's, that, that applies I'm, I'm, to the internet. Getting warmer. That, yeah. that applies to the internet in a way, right? Or does the internet like change people into demons? Uh, yeah. It, well, it, it brings out the worst in people a lot of times. That's the loud stuff that we hear about anyway. Shouldn't it also bring out the best in people? <laughs> no. No, that's Hellman's. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, you'd have to be a cynical person to say that because the internet, say for example, brings out the worst. Alcohol can often bring out the worst in people. But is it? Would you say, well, that's who they really were all along? I don't know. It depends on how cynical you are. Because hmm. you could say the same thing about alcohol, right? Is, is yeah, somebody yeah, alcohol, totally. and you'll bring out their their real selves. Kind of, kind of. But there's also it brings out a piece of people. It, it brings out a piece of them that is very true and honest that they don't always show. But it doesn't mean that they've been hiding it. You know, I, I also tend to think that the person that you are walking around sober the other ninety five percent of the time also represents to, to a, a decent extent who you really are. No, no, that's, that's fair enough. Um, let's see. Uh, one day your parents put you down and never picked you up again. Oh, I'm always thinking about when is the last time I'm going to carry my kid because I just moved into a place that has like lots of stairs and he is a he uh, he's gotten kind of fat and so <laughs> he, 
I can still do it, mm-hmm. but we're we're getting there. Yeah, for sure. Well, my kids are older, and I do think when was the last time I carried them on my shoulder? Mm-hmm. You know, each individual one. I, I know. Who knows when that was? And it's because of the specific age difference between my children, six and zero. Just as one is aging out of being capable of being carried or ever really wanting to be carried, I'm right back into it. And boy, is it sweet the second time around when you can just hold this little eight-pound munchkin. Oh, it's awesome. So good. Um, On a similar note, you see people every day you'll never see again. Right. That's good news in a lot of cases. I always wonder, yeah, like how many people have you seen in your whole entire life? I think we've even maybe talked about on the Ellis show, they might even know what that number is. That's or think the, they know what that that's number That's the is. kind of thing that I would think about as a kid. Right. Is what if my brain could remember every face, how right. often would I run across somebody I've never seen before? And then isn't there the whole thing that, you know, you only use 2% of your brain, which isn't actually true. Right. But so theoretically everything that's ever happened to you is stored in there somewhere and there is some file that does have every face of every person you've ever seen. You just can't access it. It's weird. Which sounds cool, but again, not true. Yeah, it's weird how um, memories get blurry as they go. You know, it's been scientifically demonstrated a number of times that you change your memories over time. I know. That's a shame. It's one of the reasons why I, you know, it's interesting to me anyway that I I always kind of wanted to keep journals for that reason. For that reason alone. not It's really not like a dear diary here's like navel gazing kind of thing. It's like what was going on then? What was I thinking? What were, what's the minutia of shit that just gets lost as the sand goes through the hourglass? And I did it hardcore and took a lot of time for two solid years. And then I've just sort of dropped the ball this year. And I feel like I've bummed out because I haven't been doing it. And like, I have a new kid. And if ever there's a time to remember exactly the yeah. minute by minute, that's what time. But, but that's, that's the whole reason why I did it is I get kind of OCD about the fact that you're going to lose this. You're either going to forget about this or the way that you remember it is not going to be the way that it even really was. And you know, what's the point of, of having an experience if you can't remember it. Right. Well, I was, going back to the Disneyland thing, I I was actually stuck in It's a Small World for about 40 minutes one time. It's a lot of times through that song. I would not want to be able to clearly relive that in my brain. Well, they say that uh, you are much better at recalling pleasant things than unpleasant things. Well, that's nice. Like the, whatever the worst pain is that you've ever been in. If, yeah. you, if you really think about it, you can't really remember the pain. Yeah, yeah. No, One of the true. reasons why probably – it's a joke, but it's probably also true why women are you know willing to have multiple children. Because hmm. they can't they – know, they know it was bad, but they can't feel how yeah, bad that's it was. A, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Never thought about that. Another mind-blowing fact uh, from wheelsnews.com. Yeah. <laughs> Cleopatra lived closer in time to the moon landing than the construction of the Great Pyramids. Yeah, they're old, huh? I guess, I mean, look, I never, I would just uh, associate Cleopatra with pyramids and all that Egyptian stuff. Egypt shit is Egypt (laughs) shit. Yeah, Yeah. no, but Egypt was a going concern for some time. And she was like Caesar and all that. That was right around Jesus' time, if I'm not mistaken. If you say so. Within like 200 years anyway. Uh, You can make a human being a real living person completely by accident. Know that one well? You and me both, brother. Outer space is only an hour's drive away if you could drive straight up. Like in your car? Yeah. It'd be an hour drive. Yeah. 
Yeah, we cal- actually we just figured that out <clears throat> uh, for my kid. Like how many times? What was it? Going to the moon or something? Or no, no, no. Because the moon's far. The moon's like two hundred thousand miles. But it was something like how many trips back and forth to the Grove, which is like the outdoor <laughs> mall in L.A. And it's not that many. <laughs> I one time overheard a conversation from these two guys that were like, you know, from New York, New Jersey area. And one guy was like, hey, uh, how many cows do you think you've eaten in your lifetime? And the other guy was like, I don't know. Uh, how much does a cow weigh? And it was like two tons. And he's like, no, cow's not two tons. And how much of the cow do you eat? And they went through this whole yeah. dissecting how many cows they've eaten I've in total- their lifetime. I've totally done that. Have you really? I'm on pace for like 1.5. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. That's honestly one of the reasons why I'm I'm okay with being a, a carnivore because I figured it out one time and I was like, I'm going to top out at about two. And I feel bad for those cows, but like... I'm not like cow Hitler, but you might be chicken Hitler. <laughs> I do love chickens, and I have very little sympathy for them. I've, I've taken out quite quite a bit more than two chickens probably this month. And you know the space thing. <clears throat> I was thinking about that this morning. I I don't know why. Oh, because I tweeted, if aliens came from outer space, would anybody be surprised if they listened to all of the music humans have ever made and decided that Grease by Frankie Valli is the best song ever? <laughs> and let me be clear. <laughs> I'm not saying that Grease by Frankie Valli is the greatest song ever. Right. I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if an independent, unbiased entity came to that conclusion. Because it is a great big something. That goes back to AI. And That's I know, what AI is going to think. Right. And I know you could say that about any song, but <laughs> particularly, I think Grease wouldn't, it wouldn't be, I think if you ask humankind to vote on what they, you know, Stairway to Heaven would probably win. Well, maybe that would win. But maybe so would Greece is all I'm saying. But what I was thinking at the time was we always say if aliens come down, if aliens come down, but we're like somewhere in the middle of space. Yeah. Aliens could come up. <laughs> That's such a it's wrong for so many reasons. Why? I think to us up is the sky and down is the ground. <laughs> if they came the way by we... way of Antarctica, wouldn't you have to say the aliens came up? Because we're spinning on an axis, but we're spin- We're still like top northern hemisphere. Well, yeah, yeah, once always they northern. landed, then they came up from Antarctica? Yes. If they descended from space to the <laughs> South Pole, <laughs> yeah. how could you not say they had come up to Earth? They came down to Earth and up from Antarctica. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're, yeah okay. we're gonna Twitter poll. This will be a whole other show. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the Nintendo Corporation was created before the fall of the Ottoman Empire. Oh, no kidding. Uh, that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, all it is is that I don't think it's unusual for like certain a lot of more than one Asian culture that there's companies that do lots of different things. They're way less specialized than like um, Daewoo. Is like a Korean company that you might have an air conditioner that's Daewoo, but I think they make like cars and shit too. Hmm. So it's not. It wouldn't be that surprising if the Nintendo Corporation. Had, obviously, they weren't making Super Mario games during the Ottoman Empire, but it, <laughs> it's remarkable. But only you know. But it, it, they were probably like textiles or something. Your age is the number of times you've orbited the sun, right? Uh, Wilsonnews.com. There are more people learning English in China than there are native English speakers in the entire world. Wow. From the time it was discovered to the time it was stripped of its status as a planet, Pluto hadn't made a full trip around the sun. Oh, we hardly knew ye. 
your ejaculate contains a higher sperm count when climaxing during sex as opposed to masturbation? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, 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 I knew that. You that, did some tests the, into that? <laughs> no, I think Joe Rogan tweeted a thing one time about that, that people even, um, like, if people masturbate to the same porn actress over and over versus if they're always, if, if, if like, if you make a guy jerk off to the same porn chick 10 times versus if you have him jerk off to the same chick nine times and then you switch to someone else that he's attracted to, and th- then he, then the sperm count goes up in that, and this is, it was... I mean, you don't want to read too much into a tweet. It's very, very brief. Doesn't really allow for a right. lot of, you know, context or contour. But he put it up with some comment about, oh, so um, remind me again uh, why human beings are supposed to be monogamous creatures, right? Which to me, my answer to that is because I had to think about it for a second. Is no one is saying that human beings and human men, heterosexual men, well, and gay men, aren't don't want to have sex with lots of different partners. Right. It's just more that we've decided that it's the it's the better arrangement for us to suppress that. Many people make the decision, the calculation. Society in, at large has made the calculation that it's better to suppress that because you know, the functional family unit is worth the trade-off. Well, yeah. Every time you choose something, you're choosing not, not something else. Something else. Right. Yeah. Um, and this will uh, ruin you from uh, eating all those chickens, I think. Maybe. It gave me pause. Uh, you know, look, I've seen, I live in Hollywood, man. I always see, you know, people holding laptops with chickens being slaughtered and shit on or whatever. You know, I mean, just you see what horrible things happening to chickens and on stuff. Laptops in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. The people, you know, and signs and, you know, uh, there's demonstrators and people in those guy, whatever masks. Guy Fox. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're all trying to tell me, don't eat animals. And none of that has any bearing on me. I just go and have a hamburger or whatever. This one was <laughs> different. The longest a chicken has ever lived after decapitation is 18 months. Oh, yeah. I think I heard about that guy. Mike was his name. <laughs> I think you deserve a name at that point. That just terrifies me in so many ways. Was he like a real, real, real aberration, though? Like it's well, not. It's I not think as if, generally chickens yeah, don't run around for eighteen months. Yeah, it's not as if well, tech. Yeah, yeah. Usually they live twelve. This guy made it eighteen. Usually they live like fifteen seconds. Somehow this guy something went wrong with this decapitation. I'm assuming. It 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 heads full. I mean, there's a photograph right. of it. The oh no, yeah. We I think it was totally even gone. Video. I think we talked about this on the Ellis show at some point. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It doesn't have any bearing on my desire to or willingness to eat meat, but it is. It's pretty wild that <laughs> yeah. people can live without their head. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. It can't be a very powerful brain to begin with. Um, that's all the crazy facts that make you feel stoned. But um, <laughs> there am, was another. I am pretty baked right now. Thank there was you for a, that. <laughs> there was one other thing on Will's news that I thought was interesting: uh, the chicken or egg paradox, which they claim to have solved now. Okay. And you're not going to like the answer. It's neither. Nope. What? It's both. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Indefinite casual order. Quantum physics. Wait, casual or causal? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess it's yeah, causal order. Right. Yeah. Uh, it means that things can happen not necessarily in any certain order. Two events can happen, and they're not in any certain order. I can understand how two events can happen and be unrelated. I, it's hard for me to imagine how they cannot be in order. Yeah, I know. That's where all the quantum physics gets real crazy. And how one particle can communicate with some other particle that's a billion miles away. I mean, this is where all the... My kid told me the other day, yeah, quantum computers exist. But they're very unstable right now. I can only imagine, once they get all that stuff locked down, which I think they were able to transport uh, to a, a, a quantum gate yeah. today, which... I think that's the key to quantum computers or whatever, but basically the guy who, um, I don't know, this paper or whatever says, take the example of your daily trip to work where you travel partly by bus and partly by train. Normally you would take the bus and then the train or the other way around. In our experiment, both of these events can happen first. Okay. Well, obviously, neither of us is in a place in our lives where we can understand what the hell that means. <laughs> the quantum chicken. <laughs> but I would like to think that maybe we can. I think that there's a really good chance that in our lifetime, there will be a thing, like some sort of knowledge that will trickle down to the general population that will, like, we we might live through two distinct worldviews. I'm, I'm, I can't think of a great historical example off the top of my head but before nirvana after nirvana i, I remember where yeah. I, I remember where i was the first time i saw the music video for <laughs> smells like teen spirit yeah. but i remember what teen spirit was um <laughs> do you yeah, yeah um i'm old but uh uh like what it did for europe to find out that there was a new world on the other side of the atlantic and it wasn't just the end of the world and a bunch of sea monsters it's like it it it's that not it's not just that knowledge in and of itself. It opens up new doors in the human mind and the way that we understand ourselves and the world that we live in. Right. There's been a number of such events. You know, um, the Industrial Revolution is one in another way. <clears throat> you just realize that a lot of shit you took for granted wasn't either was was either you were taking it for granted or it was just flat out wrong. And I think that there's a really good chance that with the quantum physics and all that, that shit might be discovered and put in practice while you and I are still alive and like have functioning brains that'll make us completely realize that there was a big piece of the puzzle of our of our own existence that we were not getting and we can kind of forget a lot of shit that we thought we knew from the first half or whatever of our lives i i'm ready for that let's do it No, and i think that key is going to be true artificial intelligence because Mm -hmm. when artificial intelligence starts creating artificial intelligence that's better than it yeah that'll just be uh, in a flash in a fraction of a second that will make uh the most powerful thinking machine being thing ever created and that thing will probably be able to figure out a lot of stuff that human beings can't yeah when there's something that is radically smarter than anyone who's ever lived. Yeah. I can't think in, you know, seven, eight dimensions or whatever. Right. Exactly. And then I love this theory and it's just, I mean, it's just theoretical on top of theoretical, but that, um, uh, whoever, somebody gets credit for this idea that a religion is bound to evolve around 
that higher intelligence because mm-hmm. human beings have always just responded as a group to higher intelligence because that answers neatly another question I've had since I was a young person which is will there ever be as the cracks are exposed in the traditional uh, edifice of pretty much all of our traditional religions is it possible for something to pop up like if a Jesus type were to show up not a Charles Manson, not a David Koresh, a legitimate, not cult leader who didn't have weird, selfish, creepy goals for himself, wasn't a demonstrably insane person. Could a religion, a real religion, start again on on Earth? The historical record suggests, yeah, of course, it has to. It will, but it's so hard for me to imagine how it would go down, and maybe that's how that would happen, and that, maybe we'll be around to see it. That's, I mean, I, I would just automatically, I mean, things always come from the most unexpected places. I would just think maybe artificial intelligence is that thing. There's one artificial intelligence that has made itself more powerful than anything in the universe, and people, in a way, worship it. Yeah. Yeah. Wild times, man. Super wild times. We're we, living in the future. Yeah, no, no, no. We do not live in in boring, <laughs> right. in boring times whatsoever. Um, I was a little bit worried about that. Now that I'm an, uh, like a married adult with kids, I can certainly see the advantages of boring times. Mm-hmm. But uh, and people who, and you, you start to understand that you know I've got like probably everybody listening to this and you, I got like aunts and uncles and what have you. That well, no, that's not true because but they didn't fight in World War Two. There is this sweet generation of the prime of America. Yeah. A prime, if not the prime of America, that got to enjoy the peace and prosperity. Yes. And got to check out before the insanity. Yeah. And if you really think about the broad history of humankind, that's really rare that you should live through peace and prosperity for your entire life. Yeah, that's that's true. Man, that's... That's an amazing thing. Yeah, not us. Through. Not yeah. Well, we've made it this far, I guess. Yeah, and look, life, rooting, for, rooting for my kids, rooting hard. Life goes on until it doesn't. You know, until a meteor takes the planet, the planet explodes, whatever. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, people will still go about their daily business in some way or another. Yeah, yeah, it might be a real creepy, dark, undesirable way. <laughs> but you won't, you won't think of it as such. You'll think of it as, well, this, this is what's happening. Maybe I wonder. If you ever knew this, it'd be impossible to like. I can't have. I'm way too spoiled. I can't have my comfort taken away from me to a radical. I, I I cannot become a caveman. I don't think and not be a little bit bummed. Well, maybe I could. Who knows? It's hard to imagine. But whoever what it was, Emerson said that you know people what nasty brutish in short. That was um, the description of the vast majority of human lives mm-hmm. ever. And yeah, humankind will probably persist, but. We could. It wouldn't be that hard to go back to nasty British in short. Fair enough. So thank you for all that stuff. From... So we're all going to die and it's going to be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but I got some wacky stuff from Reddit. <clears throat> First, so you got willsnews.com and you're aggregating stuff there. And I want to uh, contribute to that. And I encourage everybody to go check that out. Another thing I wanted to talk about is um, a segment that we are going to invent called That's News to Me. Oh yeah, yeah. I plan to that's do, news to me. I plan to do some planning, and I, that didn't come together. So instead, just before we went on, I just flipped through the today I learned page on um, Reddit, and and we have a few minutes left. We what is the news. today I learned just page? People who are like, oh, did you guys know this? I, today I learned this 
this fun fact. Is this people who thought that, you know, cucumber had an N in it? It was cucumber? <laughs> no, you're the only person who thinks that. <laughs> okay. Right. No, 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 no. It's not... It's well, not trying to find kindred spirits. It's not... With all due respect, dummies just trying to catch up with the status quo. Right. It's people who just f- heard odd facts that they didn't know and they thought they were interesting enough to, to share with people. G- give me an I love example. this kind of stuff. Um, today I learned, uh, said somebody, Abercrombie and Fitch offered the set, uh, I'm sorry, the cast of the Jersey Shore a substantial payment to stop wearing their brand. I have heard that before. I didn't know that. It makes perfect sense to me. Because, no, there are a lot of brands. Hilfiger is the one that always comes to mind for me where they were going along and they were doing great and then they popped so hard because they went trendy. But if you're like a premium sort of brand, you don't want to be associated with like trashier sort of people. And when trashy sort of people wear your stuff, in a year or two, they're going to move on to something else and your brand is ruined. And Yeah, and the people who were your core for a couple decades before that don't come back. Is that like when they were telling the? Uh, I know some beverage companies that want hip hop guys. Yeah, drinking the crystal their... thing. That's for yeah. sure what that was. Yeah, that's absolutely. And I think there was the legitimate thing of like we're very, very, very good at making champagne, and you guys can't appreciate how good it is, particularly when you're drinking out of somebody's ass crack, or pouring it on some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pouring it on the floor <laughs> might not be the best, the best possible use of. We don't this, recommend that of our yeah. artisanal. Sparkling hundreds of years of craft work. I'm surprised it was Abercrombie that had a problem with Jersey Shore, though, because I assume they all smell pretty similar. (laughs) They smell like they just came into a Abercrombie and Fitch store. Yeah, right. Uh, Today I learned that Jay Leno had nowhere to live when he first got to L.A. and would hide in the closets and open houses till the realtor left, allowing him to illegally have a place to stay for up to three days sometimes. Do you believe that? No, that's what I was going to say. That sounds like one of those... Hollywood stories. And who was it that was telling me, I don't know if they said it on air or off, so I don't want to quote them that, because I read Jay Leno's book, Leading With My Chin, Mm -hmm. and I guess it was a, it's a pretty well-known thing behind the scenes that he, like, cravenly just paid other comics for their stories. He wrote a book of, here's some some crazy stuff that happened to me, and it's literally just stuff that happened to other people that he put his name on. Wow. Wow. That's a great idea. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Because I've always it? wanted to write a book, but nothing interesting has ever happened to me. So what if you just yeah aggregated that? Ah, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And the funny thing is, his book is so inconsequential. I did read it, and the two things I remember were one, he had a fridge that moved. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> And the other was the time that he went and did a show and wanted to make a hamburger when he came home. And he really likes a good hamburger. And but he his refrigerator like, moved. No, and he spent oh. like 20 bucks on the meat and everything. But he was still living with his parents. And his mom had watered down the ketchup to make it go further. And so it ruined his $20 homemade hamburger. And these are supposedly like wow. he couldn't. Yeah. He How much did he, was he paying for, for a story? <laughs> for nuggets like that. <laughs> Apparently nothing that interesting had ever happened to him. <laughs> okay, but, I feel way better about my forthcoming book now. <laughs> the juiciest hamburger ever. <laughs> and then, dun, 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 it fell on the floor. Um, but the reason why that particular um, uh, story struck me is because I don't know why I'm very preoccupied with thinking about how a human being could get away with living in a storage place. <laughs> I think of it every time oh. I go to one. 
Wait, uh, wait, a storage place? Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but as a kid, even and up to now, I mean, my whole life, every time I go into a giant store or mall, I right. think about living there. Right. I get that. That would be the most awesome thing ever. <clears throat> that would be better than what I'm proposing because it occurred to me the other day with the storage thing. I don't really know that it would be that implausible. Like, you would need to find a place that sort of doesn't give a shit, and I don't think it'd be that hard to find. Not a lot of security cameras around. Like the one that I have now. It's sometimes <laughs> my, my wife went there and got locked into it, and uh, there was a sign that was on the door when she got there that was like, be back in 40 minutes. And when she went back later, it had been updated to like, the time when they were going to be back got even later. So a person, the person had just come back and scratched out the sign <laughs> and left again. So a place like that, you yeah. could pull it off. It occurred to me that the, the whole secret to this is you have to be willing to be nocturnal. If you're just going to go yeah. there during the day and go to sleep, it's dark. And poop in a bucket. You're going to need to poop in a bucket. You're definitely going to need to join a gym. Yeah. For pooping and showering purposes. Yes. And I would recommend if you have a 24-hour one, that would seem to be ideal for, for your purposes. Plus, you know, you have always it wouldn't be crowded whenever you wanted to, you know, go on an elliptical. Are you suggesting this to me no, right I'm now? No, I'm not. I just Are I'm you fasc- even recording this? I think I think it's just because it's so expensive to live in a city that I I can't help but fantasize about a way that a person might be able to secure functional housing for like $250 a month. I know there are people living in storage right now. And then it makes me wonder why it's not just okay. Laws about protecting people and stuff. Is that what it is? Yeah, sure it is. I mean, why? look, that we, we have laws. I mean, they had this whole homeless shelter thing in um, Santa Monica or something recently where they moved all these people in and then found, found out the landlord didn't have the rights to make it a residential place. Nothing about it structurally was wrong, but... Legally, it wasn't a place you could live, so they moved all the homeless people out. These are people without homes. I just feel like there ought to be a way, and I know that as soon as you kind of get to sort of just approve people on whether or not you like the cut of their jib, that that invariably goes south with Mm -hmm. human beings, even though it seems like it should be easy and practical enough. But if you just got a place that had these little pods that were big enough for like a bed, a dresser, and a chair... And you're like, this is not a homeless shelter. You can't be a homeless person here. You can't be crazy. You can't be bugging everybody. This is just a place for people who move to L.A. who are trying to get something started to sleep for 400 bucks a month. You're right, but people would protest that, and it would people would protest it as being like not not humane, but also it opened the door for like slumlord types to rent out. Like this is your you know drawer, and you just they just shove you. Oh into God, the- I was thinking about that because I wanted to put our baby in a drawer like they used to do in the old country. <laughs> they used to do that, right? Well, I don't think they shut the drawer. No, of course you didn't shut the drawer. But isn't that great? <laughs> think about all the shit I've got for my baby in my house. And in the old country, all we would have done is just pulled out the top drawer of the dresser, and that's her bed. I'm glad that no, you know you don't close it. that they don't close it. Because I think some people just hear, oh, put the baby in a drawer, okay. <laughs> and just... I don't recommend that. Store the baby in there. Uh, they would fit perfectly. <laughs> We got to go. Thank you, Will. Bad idea. Um, you are uh, at Hollywood Walk. You are on Instagram. At yeah. Dead letters on Instagram, but yep. most importantly, you are Will'sNews.com for all of your 
Wasting getting, time. Getting stoned on information <laughs> needs. Chicken, quantum <laughs> physics, balls. <laughs> <laughs>